Welcome to Let's Be For Real, where we're nothing but for real, unless we're just kidding. <laughs> we have our first guest here, Miss Alexis, my friend. Hey. Alexis, you want to shout out any social medias that you have? Ooh, yes, ma'am. Y'all follow me on Instagram and TikTok at that girl Alexis, D-A-T-G-U-R-R-L-E-X-U-S, and my YouTube channel at that girl Lexus, T-H-A-T-G-U-R-R-L space L-E-X-U-S. And if you ain't got that, I will put it in the bio of this video. <laughs> all right, Alexis. So at the beginning of all these Let's Be For Real episodes, we start off with what I like to call Let's Be For Real question. And these questions are for you fans to listen to and give me your opinions on. But we like to discuss them first with our guests. So Alexis, your Let's Be For Real question is, is your spouse allowed to have female friends that you are not friends with? That is a big yes for me. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, for me, um, as long as like she ain't no BS and it's not no like I can't meet her type situation because I feel like we about to be married. So if it's a situation where we haven't get togethers and you can't invite her or she can't be around me, that's sketchy. But if you got a friend, we ain't got to be friends. Mm -hmm. And plus, I don't like females like that anyway, for real. So, yeah. like, you got to be a certain type of female for me to be friends with you. So, for me, the answer is no. Unless that they've already had these friends previous to me being together, being us being together. That's and I say that because I don't know how I would feel if, like, Ken got a job somewhere and he met a female co-worker mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden two months later oh i'm going to buffalo wild wings to hang out with this person mm -hmm. so are That's you saying that if deontre got in a job somewhere became real cool with a female co-worker mm -hmm. she only wants to be friends with him so she's not interested in being friends with you but she texts him and say hey let's go get breakfast you're okay with that i feel like i would be okay with it but it's stipulations to it so no y'all shouldn't be going out at 10 11 o'clock at night if you texting all day, every day, like it's just mm -hmm. stipulations to a female and male friendship. I feel like when you're in a relationship, so like you, you definitely brought up a good point. Mm -hmm. But for me, I be telling him all the time, go get you some friends. I don't care if it's a girl, if it's a boy, if it's a he, she. Right. But you're okay with them going to have breakfast together at nine in the morning. No, that's why I said, like, it's stipulations, though. Like, if you waking up in the morning and you going straight to hang out with that person, that's a little sketchy. But if y'all, like, playing it somewhere, y'all like, oh, we going bowling. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I know your location, I know where you at. I got your location on my phone, so mm -hmm. I definitely know where you at. It ain't like y'all chilling in the house or nothing like that. Yeah. So, what's your stipulations, though? What kind of friendship so, is that? Because most friendships, if you say, hey, Jordan, let's go have a wine date mm -hmm. at 11 o'clock at night. Well, yeah, but we two females, you know, like me and him have had those conversations, though, mm -hmm. to where he noticed stipulations. If you like, why are you texting somebody this late at night or like if you texting somebody all day long? But like if y'all going out to breakfast every now and then I don't mm -hmm. know so what about in cases where she just comes in she only wants to hang out with him 
she doesn't have any interest in getting to know you. She like just, she don't even want to meet me. She, type stuff? If she meets you, it's just because she chilling in the house with him. But in other words, if she comes to your house, hey, Alexis, don't pay you no mind. Just wants to hang out with him. That's disrespectful. Mm hmm. So no, because <laughs> then I'm going to set it off. <laughs> See, but yeah, that's the, so what I take from this is like a lot of males that are friends with females, they overstep boundaries. Female. Yeah, definitely. It would take a certain type of female. Like yeah. for one, he knows females be on BS and men do too. Mm -hmm. So unless you just find a genuine female friend, then it would be like, okay, like you, you married, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? If he found a female friend that was married and... She got a husband. The husband might not want to be friends with DeAndre, but they just find, you know, they, I don't know. They just cool, you know? <laughs> they cool. Like, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not against people having friends of the opposite sex because I know, I mean, if y'all friends, y'all friends. If you overstep your boundaries and you get beat up, that's what it is too. Yeah, that's big facts. Now, are you on a level of he can, now that you guys are, Mary, y'all been together so long at this point. Mm -hmm. Any new females that want to step into that friend role, how do you react to those? He don't have friends, and I'm telling him to go get friends. But if it was like a case where, like, for example, he might be about to start a new job. So mm -hmm. if he finds somebody there and they just click and they cool, I mean, as long as I can meet her and I can, I pick up on vibes real quick. So I know if a female BS or not, I can, I can tell by your everything, you know, yeah. females got female intuition. I ain't mm -hmm. stupid. So yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's be for all listeners. So we heard Alexis side and we heard my side. Alexis is okay with that female, you know, relationship with her husband. I own a second hand. I feel like you shouldn't be making new friends with uh the opposite gender once married so you guys comment you let me know your thoughts i want to hear how you guys feel on your relationships <laughs> and please let me know it was so okay all right alexis so we're going to continue into other topics here first and foremost foremost let's talk about our introduction to our friendship how we became friends mm -hmm. so i feel like around that time of us becoming friends neither one of us was necessarily looking for friends yeah that was a that was like a rough time for me honestly because i was at the point where like before i wanted friends and i was looking and then Deontre, for y'all that don't know, Deontre is my fiance. Uh, he was like, you know, I got a female friend. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I got a female friend that, you know, I knew in high school. Um, I think y'all would like vibe. I think y'all get along. And I was like, like, you bring this up to me when I'm not looking for friends. Like, I done <laughs> said to myself, girl, you, you're done. You're done. Like, right. no new friends for you. And then... I was nervous. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so nervous to go on that dinner date with y'all. I was like, like, what if we don't vibe? What if the conversation awkward? Yeah. What if, like, I don't know. I was just really, really nervous. And then we got there, and it was like everything flowed so yes. smooth. Like, I wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah, and the crazy part for me is it started off, you can sense the nerves, like, yeah. right away. <laughs> yeah. And then... <laughs> out of nowhere 
two hours into Applebee's. <laughs> We're all Literally, still sitting there talking. Still, yeah. Yeah. So that was a weird time for me too, because I've never been a person that had friends. I never mm-hmm. wanted friends. I've had one friend for a very long time. And at that point, um, I wasn't open to any friendships. And yeah. so um, I was friends with DeAndre in high school for the listeners that don't know. And I recall when he started dating you for, and I mean, when he started dating you, I tried, I was all in those snaps and I was calling <laughs> you pretty and beautiful. I'm like, when I get to meet her and this is snap, he left me on red y'all red. And then he'll be like, I'll tell her and never, told never, me. Told, never her. told me. <laughs> so he is just, he was cock blocking our friendship this whole time. He was. Um, and so I think at one point he finally saw Ken and was like, okay, maybe we can just do a double date. Thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, things like that. But another funny thing that my mama reminded me of, this is going to be a surprise to Alexis, y'all. Me and my mom was in Walmart at a time that you were working there. You and Deontre was working there. And me and Deontre was talking. And my mama caught a glimpse of a younger Alexis. (laughs) And my mama said that younger Alexis was going to beat my ass. So Alexis, this goes back. To your icebreaker question, your uh-huh. let's be for real question here. If while y'all was working together and y'all was dating, mm-hmm. if a girl was talking to Deontre randomly, are you having that, oh, they just having a friendly conversation look? Or were you having that, I'm about to go squash this shit look? So the <laughs> difference between then and now is Deontre four to five years ago was a hoe. Okay. okay. Had all the hoes mm-hmm. so in, including people that i worked with okay so it was a lot going on around that time which was probably why i don't remember this unfortunately you mm-hmm. know my memory just jacked but <laughs> but back then with him it was more like especially because i had just got out of a long long relationship it was new, so it was like, like I know you didn't talk to a lot of people. I know you didn't talk to a, a whole lot of people and and done some stuff with with all these people. So it was probably like, mm. back then it was more of a, I don't trust you yet. Mm-hmm. It take a long time to get my trust. Mm-hmm. So no, back then I probably wouldn't have trusted nobody that he called a female friend. Honestly interesting and according to ken i was about to meet patty the padlock that day so oh, not patty. <laughs> no. that's an inside joke patty not the padlock patty. making an introduction <laughs> now um so we met we clicked immediately i feel like from that point at applebee's we were like over each other houses having housewarmings yeah. to the point that it was kind of weird because it was, it was oddly weird how close we got. So yeah, because at our housewarmings, it was only us. <laughs> it was the four of us. Yeah, it was the four <laughs> of us at these different events. And with we each planned other. a trip out of town at the yes. first one. Yes, at the first one, we planned a trip out of town for DeAndre's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we all went. A month into being back friends. (laughs) That is crazy. Probably not even a full month because we went to Applebee's like. um, Was that October? Yeah, October. And we went November. Exactly. The beginning, beginning of November. Right. That's crazy. So for all you people out there that 
won't give friendships a chance. I think my biggest take from it was let it happen naturally. Mm -hmm. You don't go looking, you don't go searching, you don't try to make friendships or text people trying to become friends. Right. Let it happen organically because God put people in your lives that mm -hmm. you need at that time. At the perfect time. At the perfect His time. His is on point. Always. Ooh. So with that, with a transition like that, I want your take on this because this is a big lesson that I've learned. And me and you talked about this probably like a few months ago and I took like note of what you said. Mm -hmm. um, so do you believe that for a successful friendship, you have to be friends with someone with a like mind like you? So essentially when me and you clicked, I think we both in some ways more than others were like, mm -hmm. you know, we had that career driven mindset. We had that successful black woman kind of mindset. Yeah. We had um, both in, in relationships close to marriage and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, so do you believe that those are the more successful friendships than ones where someone may be still hopping in and out of their baby daddy's bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that that you can't have you know friendships where like y'all are two complete opposites, mm -hmm. but I feel like starting a new friendship like I feel like that's why we are so close because mm -hmm. when we talk we got similar situations we um both in relationships we both love to travel mm -hmm. we both about our bag we both have like non-bullshit mindsets so i feel like that definitely has made our friendship successful mm -hmm. not saying that you know if we was complete opposites it wouldn't have worked but i think that's a big part of why it worked so for me i think i've noticed like <clears throat> a trend for my perspective I think because of where I'm at now, you know, in the career that I've chosen, um, Mary, everything like that, I don't know if I could be friends with someone who would come to me and tell me they're fucking somebody else's baby daddy. See that baby daddy part. That's that's the yeah. that's a, a interesting part because if you if you fucking a baby daddy, what you gonna do to my fiance? Right. Yeah, I didn't include that part in the question. Sorry, friend. No, no, I, you're. I, I, I'm catching what you throwing. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's a a real thing. My mom always tells me the importance of like minded friendships. Mm -hmm. You know, and not all your friends are gonna have your mindset. Right. But as you get older and you figure out where you want to be in life, you kind of notice that you don't see them in your vision, and the mm -hmm. reason why is because they're on a whole different path than you. And for some reason, y'all two paths are just not clicking. They're not crossing and you guys are headbutting and not being together. Y'all not united in a friendship in any way. So yeah, yeah. I think my biggest thing was when I became friends with you, I like immediately felt a weird connection. One, you taught me to, you know, how to be a friend. I wasn't aware of a lot of things you're supposed to do in a friendship. Mm -hmm. I wasn't aware that friendships work the way they did mm -hmm. wine dates and friend dates and friend checkups. <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't aware that those things existed, but now I feel like after that, I, if I went to go be friends with someone, mm -hmm. 
that's what I'm looking for. Someone right. who's on that same level, because eventually this person is going to be introduced to you who have a husband. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have a family. You're going to have all these things. Last thing I want to do is be friends with somebody that's winking at your fiance while we're both Ooh, on the couch. And then having they introduce the patty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're at a point. Mm-hmm. You got a point. So, no. So I'm going, I'm going to tweak my answer a little bit. As far as new friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is important. But I have friends too who I've known since like elementary school. It's more like family that's not blood mm-hmm. that has different mindsets than me, you know? And in that instance, it's like, you know, you doing what you doing out here. I ain't gonna put their business out there, but right. like, y'all doing what y'all doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, we still cool. Like, we mm-hmm. still ain't nothing changed with our sisterhood, friendship, whatever you want to call it. But I, I definitely see what you mean, like, as far as new friends. Mm-hmm. Because you you don't know. You don't yeah. trust them. It take a long time to gain somebody trust at the end of the day. So if they come into you at the beginning telling you, right. like, yeah, I'm messing with this person, this person, this person, this person married, this person. Yeah. Like, I... I I get what you're saying. Yeah, but, and then I also think, like, we look at our our friendships now, like, I know your friends that you have for a long time, just the kind of spirits, not once have I got any type of negative reaction from them or anything, but Mm -hmm. when you have these new friends that come into it, this is a transition into another part of the craziness of friendships. How do you handle when you have new friends and old friends put together, I don't really got any friends. I have one friend (laughs) and then you. So this is a question kind of directed for you. Mm -hmm. How do you kind of manage having a new friend such as myself kind of come in and then, you know, link up with your old friends that you've known for such long times. How Mm -hmm. do you ensure our personalities is clicking, our beliefs is clicking to have like, you know, a peaceful, positive space around you. Yeah. So for me, like the the two people that I've known for a while, it's like one is just crazy. I'm <laughs> I'ma just say it, you know. <laughs> She's crazy. I love her to death, but she crazy. And then the other one's more of like a calm. Her craziness is like mm-hmm. deep on the inside, you know? Yeah. So like both of their personalities is just really open. Mm-hmm. So like the first time that both of them met you, it, it wasn't really any weird or mm-hmm. negative. And then, oh Jesus, excuse me. On top of that, like they know for when me, for me to call somebody my friend, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And both of them know that. They done seen, I mean, shoot, 12, 13 years into y'all friendship. They done seen that. Like yeah. they done seen people come and go. They done seen my associates and they didn't see my friends so for Mm -hmm. me to call you my friend and speak so highly of you Mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably why the vibes was just so cool because they already know like I'm not gonna bring nobody around my family Mm -hmm. who I don't trust for one and then for two who just don't got positive vibes like it's always positive it's always a good time when you're around so yeah I feel like that's a big part of it like if anybody was bringing negative vibes, I would keep it separate. Mm-hmm. But all of y'all, like, I don't know, I consider my friends family. Mm-hmm. So for you to be around my, my family family, shoot, 
I got to trust you somehow. So right. I feel like it all just fall in line. I agree 110%. Now, a funny kind of sideline to that, of course, is mm-hmm. if there was ever a situation with past friends, for instance, in my situation here, I have two friends that you have both met Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I never really had to experience this before because one of them I as you know live at a distance and one of them I'm really close to Mm -hmm. um I've never had another person that became that close to friend Mm -hmm. I've had to deal with jealousy and friendship and I feel like for my point of view jealousy isn't a thing for me in friendship I think that everyone has certain friends for certain situations mm-hmm. and certain friends that you may want to go to about this, but also you, your friends are your friends, mm-hmm. you know, whatever time you're spending with this friend is your time with that friend and so on and so forth. So do you have any advice about maintaining multiple friendships, but, you know, of course, keeping your attention on all, all your friendships mm-hmm. and not letting jealousy become a factor into it? Um, advice that's a good question i feel like one you just gotta be open and then you gotta also realize and understand that people's personalities won't always click and some people just ain't accepting of people so new people i should say Mm -hmm. so like your friends you've known way longer than me so they might not be as accepting of me coming in especially us being as close as we are yeah you know people might look and be like what's going on Mm -hmm. like you trying to take my friend from me and i get it Mm -hmm. i understand but also you have to take the time out to get to know that person because anybody that know me know i ain't taking nobody from nobody my friends Mm -hmm. is my friends at the end of the day you know, we don't have to be friends. We don't have to talk. I'm going to be cordial regardless. Absolutely. And we're going to have a good time and turn up when right. I'm around. Right. You know, it ain't no jealousy this way. Yeah. But as far as for you, sometimes you just got to keep your friends separate and keep mm-hmm. them at a distance, unfortunately. Like, yeah. you just got to, you know your friends. You know mm-hmm. their personalities. So, some people, you can have around all your friends. Some people, it just got to be more of like a one-on-one type of thing yeah okay okay so for people out there who's had like best friends and i mean you've been best friends with someone for a very 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 long time and looking to make friends with multiple people you know essentially what alexis is saying is not your best friend isn't going to be receptive to those people that you bring around you mm-hmm. but it's important for you to understand all personalities involved and to know what works best for your friendship circle so Alrighty, so our last topic here, and we're going to wrap up kind of the first session of our friendship talk, Mm -hmm. is the importance of having a partner that's kind of on the same level of you. So I want to nitpick with you a little bit about (laughs) how in the world does it work for you dating a man younger than you? Be Especially with having that men mature later than women. you're young but just have so many like goals that you've already succeeded like you're a fucking psychopath (laughs) with the amount of things you've achieved and became a queen at so Mm -hmm. how did that work for you in the beginning of your relationship dating someone younger than you when you're already ahead of the game 
Um, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard at the beginning because you write men do mature way later in life than women. Not all, but some. And um, at the beginning, it was kind of like, it was some changes that had to be made. It was a lot of like discussions and conversations and with with him not being in like a relationship for a very very long period of time that was something that was new to him too mm-hmm. to where when we got together I was already previously in a relationship for five years mm-hmm. so I already knew what it takes to be in a successful relationship right. I already knew it takes a lot of communication you're gonna have to cut a lot of people off mm-hmm. you're gonna have to change a lot of your ways and he was learning all of that so it took a lot of patience mm-hmm. and honestly in the beginning and people was probably still like y'all still together <laughs> because like even people who we work we met at walmart so even people we worked with, like they look at us now and they like, how? Because they seen the the baby Deontre, they seen 18 year old Deontre and they seen me who was about to graduate college mm-hmm. and was still working two jobs and doing all this other yeah. stuff. It just took a lot of patience mm-hmm. and it took a lot of conversations and it took a lot of sit downs mm-hmm. and a lot of wine. <laughs> always need the wine, wine. <laughs> yeah so would you say because he was receptive to all of those conversations and things y'all did mm-hmm. is kind of what helped y'all get to where y'all are now oh, four yeah. months before a freaking yeah. wedding oh, man. yeah <laughs> yeah because honestly if he wasn't we wouldn't be together mm-hmm. because for me you you gotta listen and you gotta listen to understand and not just listen to respond right but in the beginning that was one of our biggest things Mm -hmm. actually not just in the beginning for the first few years of our Mm -hmm. relationship it was like uh like we gonna have to listen and not just listen to say something back so he had to like he had to figure out how to understand what I was saying in a way of me not like telling him what to do but trying to like steer him on the right track at the end of the day Mm -hmm. because I mean a relationship is a lot Yes, it is. And I only ask that because I'm the opposite. Ken is older than me. Um, But because of the way I was brought up, I matured way faster than a normal person. Mm -hmm. And so at times, you know, even the girls that I did hang out with, I probably was 17 years old with nothing but 20, 21 year old friends that I was around for a long period of time. And but I felt like even though Ken's older than DeAndre, even though I'm younger, mm-hmm. it's it, I always felt like I was teaching Ken something. Yeah, I always felt like I had to communicate with him more than he had to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine when you're in a relationship with someone younger that that's exactly what goes down when you know you're the woman. It's mm-hmm. like this is how this is gonna work. This is how the household is going. This is how we yeah. communicate. And yeah. so <laughs> a lot of people don't like that because like this whole stigma of you have to be older than your man. Mm-hmm. It's kind of stupid, in my opinion. It is. Because lately, the success rate of women who teach men how to be men mm-hmm. work out a little bit better. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. So, 
y'all let us know here and let's be for real what y'all think um that's kind of the end of here of our friendship relationship portion um we're gonna dabble more into some relationship questions Uh (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get all in alexis business and Uh my business and get down to the bottom of a few things but y'all let me know what y'all think new friends um handling multiple personalities Mm -hmm. uh just all this crazy stuff and we'll be right back Welcome back from that short little break we had. We still have Alexis here with us. Welcome back. (laughs) And we're going to jump into our second portion here, which as you guys, for a brief recap, we talked about friendship, us becoming friends, um, a little bit into her friends now, how me and her friends kind of got to know each other and been around each other. And then we touched a little bit prior to the break on her being with her fiance now who's younger and who's essentially she's had to work a little bit harder in a relationship for <laughs> so now let's get into the good stuff of the relationship portion and not the boring stuff now alexis how's sex life no i'm just kidding oh, oh. <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm not but just on a serious note alexis being with deontra how long have you guys been together now mm-hmm. we got together at the end of like December of 2018. Yeah. Y'all hear that? 2018. Oh. Yeah. I got this so long. Oh, my goodness. All righty. So, having a relationship, what is that? Like, it's almost five years. Five years. Y'all, wedding. The oh, I do day is coming up in what, five months? Technically, four months. Yeah. Talk about your nerves going into that. Um, I don't know. Like I, I think I was more nervous on the process of getting to that date. I think once the day comes, mm-hmm. my anxiety gonna be out the roof, mm-hmm. and I know it is. But like, as far as right now, I think I'm pretty calm. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just like trying to get everything together and stuff like that. That's stressful. But I don't think I'm nervous yet. The nerves ain't kicked in yet. So with y'all marriage coming up and y'all been together so long, was there any point in time where you were like, hello, where the ring? Where's the ring at? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like she said, I am a lot older than him. So I would probably say... Well, he proposed last year. Mm-hmm. So, the beginning of last year, I was ready, like, where my ring at? Right. You know? Because I, I got a timeline mm-hmm. that I was trying to, to to get together. And he knew this from the beginning, mm-hmm. which is probably why he felt pressured. I hope he didn't feel pressured. <laughs> but he probably felt pressured, like, uh, yeah, I need to do this. Because I just feel like us being together well, four, four years at that time. That's a long time. Like, what are we waiting on? Yeah. And so, funny, the pressure thing situation kind of comes up because I knew about the engagement. <laughs> and <laughs> my did. husband helped pick out the ring. Oh, <laughs> we were did. a part of all of these plans. And I feel like 
if I've ever known someone to love their wife as much as probably like I would like to say my husband, even though he get on my damn nerve, <laughs> oh, is, oh, is don't do is your fiance. <laughs> and I think it was never nerves or pressure that stopped him from proposing. It's the fact that he just wanted to give you everything. Mm-hmm. And he he wasn't like, he felt like he wasn't this or wasn't that, but he wanted to just ensure that you was taken care of in every single way possible. So Aww. with that being said, in any relationship, um, whether you're in a part where like you, the man is the man of the household, he's taking mm-hmm. care of this and you're taking care of that. How do you balance kind of already being in that point in your life where you're super duper successful and you have all of this, but still kind of falling back and letting your man be the man of the household? It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard because I feel like I've always like my parents raised me up to be extremely independent mm-hmm. and to have a mindset of I don't need nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get it. And if I need something, I'm going to go get it on my own. I'm not asking nobody for help. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I still struggle with. Mm-hmm. Even this far into the relationship, that's mm-hmm. something I still struggle with. If it's something that I really, really want or it's something that is really expensive, I'm going to pull some 12 hour days yeah. so that way I can make sure I can get it. Mm-hmm. And then he going to be like, girl, why are you working yourself to death? Why yeah. you ain't just ask me for help? So that's something I'm still working on. Like that's, I would say, what's the word? Like that's one of my weaknesses mm-hmm. in a relationship is still dependent on somebody else. Yeah. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to get out of that. I'm working on it, but I've always just been really, really independent. And as you're talking about it, do you, when you look back on it, you realize that like at his point, he's like, she can go get anything she want. She has everything in this world because she's able to get it. How am I able to get her the perfect ring that I know fits to her standards? Mm -hmm. As we know, it ain't like you want no $8,000 ring. We know Lexus, we know. And, but to him, he just want to ensure that everything he gets you is up to par. Mm -hmm. So while you're as successful as you are, how do you still, you know, assure him like, Hey, anything you do for me is up to my standard. You know, Mm -hmm. you're my man. I'm comfortable. I love everything you do, Mm -hmm. but yet, you can walk into coach and get whatever person you want <laughs> that you see on sale. How do you assure both of those at the same time? So for me to make sure that he knows that he's the man of the house. So mm-hmm. I just tell him like, it's little stuff that you do for me. I don't need you to buy me nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like materialistic wise. I don't, I don't need you to do nothing for me. Just wash the dishes. That's, <laughs> just wash the dishes. Facts. You know, sometimes when I come home, had a laundry done. Mm. Like it's stuff like that, that I feel like is really big and important to me. Cause Absolutely. if I want a bag, I'm going to go get it. Absolutely. If I want a new car, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> like I don't, I, you know, I don't want his money. That's not why yeah. we're together. Mm-hmm. And then the rings, like the ring thing. I didn't want no big ring. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. That's not my personality. <laughs> Featuring yeah. Katana. Yeah, y'all want to hear the puppies in the back. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it's more of like little stuff because mm-hmm. I do work a lot. Right. Like I work my ass off. Yeah. So to come home and my house be clean, mm-hmm. child, I'm going to bow down to you because exactly. my house is clean. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that's going to save me two hours after I've been working from eight to eight. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I think that's, 
was big and like important for me to make sure he feel like you mm-hmm. know he still like needed help yeah. me with that kind of stuff i don't need your money yeah so i think we both have the same mentality we, we are <laughs> extremely strong women in our own careers mm-hmm. who immediately kind of mindset wise like i don't need nobody i don't need right. no man i don't need none of this yeah. um but we have great men yeah <laughs> so yeah. i know another thing that kind of pops up for me is how about like the men who have that old school mindset that if I'm not swiping my car, mm-hmm. I'm not doing my job as a man. Mm-hmm. How do you handle those situations? Cause I know personally in my own experience, um, even though Ken works, he's great, everything like that. Mm-hmm. I would say, Oh, I want this. And he's hoping like, Oh God, I hope she don't fucking buy it. But yeah. the next day <laughs> it. it's in the mail. <laughs> right. yeah, no. So, what advice would you give to ladies like that? Especially like ladies who about their shit got these businesses, these mm-hmm. hair businesses, they're making um, money and they you, get with these men. You, you who got your own business and your oh, own hair business. Very okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, and they, they're with these men who are working men. They're in a warehouse, they're working. Yeah. Some of them are trying to go to school, whatever. But how do you, what advice would you give to these ladies who's in situations like that? Um... I would just say, like, for just an example, sometimes, like, we might go out to eat, and just so it makes him feel better, I will let him pay, even though it might be my turn to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, little stuff like that that might help the man out with their pride. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that's what it revolves around, right. is pride. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you just got to lay back a little bit. Right. Y'all go out to dinner, and it's, like, expensive. Me, I'll be the first one to say, let's go half on it. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be like, all right, you got that? Yeah. And then I don't know if it make him feel better. I hope it do. Mm-hmm. But, and then just also that open communication of, you know, yeah, you work, but I work too. Yeah. It's like the the smaller stuff that really matters mm-hmm. in life. Like make my life easier. Yeah. I don't really need you to pay for anything. But Right. And then this is also not saying that in households, the men that make less or women that make less there's mm-hmm. no differential because right. at the end of the day this is y'all household this money is coming from y'all household mm-hmm. but an interesting topic that i saw trending Uh-oh. is the 50 50 topic oh. and a lot of women <laughs> believe that like these men got them fucked up they were not raised to pay no bills yeah but me for instance in my raising my mom taught me how to be strong from the get-go I know Facts. bills. It's to the point that even if Ken wanted to, hey, let me help you with this. No, I got it. Mm-hmm. Because I have everything in my mind, mm-hmm. pinpointed, set, paydays, everything. Yeah. I have it all <laughs> ready to be paid out and everything. But do you believe like these new age women like us who have that strong mindset affect mm-hmm. like the old school taught men yeah. that are focused on providing for their woman and focused on their woman not lifting a finger, right. but yet we're women that will go work 12 hours right. and then come home. So yeah. what what's your take on that, that 50-50 topic? Uh, it definitely has a big impact mm-hmm. on like the old school, like the woman's supposed to stay home mm-hmm. and clean the house and do the laundry, dishes, take care of the kids, right. dogs, you know, <laughs> all that while the men work. But it's like, I don't know when you got a wife or a girlfriend or a fiance that's out here working and getting mm-hmm. their own bag. Yeah. 
shoot, I'd be happy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't all falling on me. But I definitely understand, like, the old school mindset. The men is supposed to be the providers. Right. While the women supposed to, like, kind of. But that's hard. It is. For me, you too. Like, yeah. for both of us, that's kind of hard to fall into. Because it's like, we make our own money. Why should they have to pay for everything? Exactly. You know? Exactly. That is yeah. that is a very, very freaking great point. Like, yeah. we make our own money. We go out there, we work. In this day and age, not living in a two-person household is rough. Yeah, It's hard. And the fact that we have that possibility, there shouldn't be a, why is the man paying all the bills and all I'm doing right. is sitting here and cooking and yeah, I'm shopping no. with my money that, instead of paying bills too. I would feel horrible. So, with that being said, a question here. So Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, uh-huh. together, you know, they're probably like a billion dollar couple, Ooh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she recently spoke about the fact that she still splits bills 50-50. Mm. So say y'all super duper rich at this point, y'all mm. in y'all 30s, rich, just raising kids or whatever. And do you feel like if your fiance or at that time husband making a millions and millions of dollars and you're making millions and millions of dollars do you still believe that the 50 50 rules should take effect absolutely 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 uh-huh. if we in our 30s and i'm gonna speak it into existence exactly. and pray about it we mm-hmm. both making a meal a year mm-hmm. we're still gonna go 50 50 on everything really I mean, dates will you pay for this friday i pay for next friday uh-huh. that's just i i do not feel like ever in my life no matter how much money i make I would never put all that pressure on him ever, Ooh. even though it might not be considered pressure if you're mm-hmm. making a million dollars. But for me, no. Nah. So this will be a time I disagree. Really? So I feel like in an instinct, because although I was raised to be the strong woman and have my own and never rely on anybody, but I feel like in a few years down the line, once Ken is settled and He's making millions because I'm speaking in existence too. (laughs) He's making millions and I'm making millions. I do eventually want to step back and let him be the man of the house. Mm -hmm. I do want to have that aspect of maybe I only handle my car insurance or the car insurance for both of us. And Mm -hmm. then maybe he take care of the mortgage and all the other bills, you know? Eventually I do want to go from like that top of the household thing to mm-hmm. maybe just kind of stepping back and maybe raising our children and focusing on that yeah so but i don't think nothing's wrong with that though yeah. like because i've I, you know i'll be watching youtube videos and stuff like that <laughs> and i see people that's making like millions mm-hmm. and the man pay all the bills and mm-hmm. the woman you know she could do whatever she want with her i don't i don't think that anything's wrong with either way mm-hmm. it's just you know me you know my personality for me like bad bitch personality yeah (laughs) (laughs) for me it's it's i don't know it's always gonna be and i know like in the future it's probably gonna be some arguments where Mm -hmm. he's like why are you doing this Mm -hmm. you know and i might have to take a step back a little bit and it might be 75 25 or something like that but it's gonna be some sort of i'm gonna be giving something right yeah, I think I would definitely give something, but eventually, 
especially in my 30s like Mm -hmm. I definitely just want to take care of the household yeah not the bill portion (laughs) and give me some nieces and nephews period poop yo well (laughs) once you 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 dabble first then we're in there Uh -uh, uh -uh. (laughs) that's a whole nother podcast topic (laughs) well right we'll get on there later another episode but yeah so you guys let us know how do you feel about nowadays the women taking over these households you know mm-hmm. we're the the cheddar makers we're the person that kind of keeps our household running mm-hmm. rather than 30 years ago the men were the ones who came home to a wife that had food cooked and house cleaned and all of that mm-hmm. but nowadays we're the women that cook clean pay mm-hmm. bills take care of household take care yeah. of our men everything so mm-hmm. y'all let us know your thoughts yeah, on it i'm interested to see other people's <laughs> opinions yeah on that it, one. it's definitely one of those topics because i know like twitter was insane about the fact that gabrielle union was still splitting her household 50 50 with all the money that they make you know? right yeah but she made so much sense she said i take care of a household too Mm-hmm. You know, he can't take care of my family and his family and our household. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't do all that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. No, that's, that's a good outlook on that, though. It is. It is. All righty. So, the fun topic here. We're going to get to some fun and some excitement and Uh-oh. some girl talk. <laughs> we do have a guest with us kind of here observing the podcast, so he may be a little uncomfortable. Uh-oh. I'm going to come and say something, Farrell. Farrell's episode will come take place in about three weeks. Y'all will hear from LaFerrell Ellis on his take on the Let's Be For Real podcast, but we'll let him do a little cameo since he's here. Zuzke time. Act like you got some sense, Farrell. I'm, I'm cooling. What's going on? What's how, going do, on? how do you feel about these topics so far? These topics are juicy. <laughs> I'm alive over there. I'm over here observing. Don't act like you wouldn't just following us. Okay, that was, yeah, I say all that. Okay, yeah, y'all be I, I'm just a, little, just a little exhausted today, but these these questions have been very um interesting, especially like the friends. Yeah. Um, you know, the opposite sex friends situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was into that. Yeah. Okay, well, we may touch on it on your episode. Yeah, that's oh, getting do. a man's perspective. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm going to talk so. As you, well, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. As a future Let's Be For episode, we're going to have DeAndre on. It's Alexis fiance, her husband, Ooh, her future baby daddy, everything. Poo. And a lot of these topics we're touching with her. I want to hear his opinion and his side on. So oh, we will dabble into that. But for now, we're going to get into the everyone's favorite topic. Farrell's favorite topic. The topic he probably wants on his podcast episode. Let's talk about the importance of sex and healthy sex in a relationship all right no you're not in this episode this is friends yeah episode. Go, yeah go, go sit, sit down, down. You, you observe and remember it's crazy zeus k out not zeus k out all righty so again this this part isn't going to go too in depth we're not going to get into anyone's personal business anything like that i'm not that type of host guys but i just want to talk about levels of situations that make a healthy relationship. So I spoke with a friend and she talked about how in her relationship, the number one thing for her that she wanted was commitment. Mm -hmm. And of course, every woman wants that, but commitment was one of the number one things for her. For me, I feel like for me, it has to be someone who matches my sex drive. That's a number one thing for me is satisfaction in the bedroom. So 
I looked up a couple documents. I looked up a couple things. Mm -hmm. That is actually one of the number one topics between women is how if they're not satisfied in a bedroom, they Mm -hmm. will leave someone immediately. Oh my God, that's one of the number one things. Yes. If they're not satisfied, if they're not happy, if they're not getting orgasms, if they're not getting sex multiple times a week, they're done. Mm -hmm. So in your perspective, do you feel like sex should be an extremely important factor in a relationship? Or do you believe that that's something that can take time and patience to get better over time? For me, sex is not important at all. I could care less about it. But for my mans, it's the opposite. So I have to meet him in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just. I could live without it. Like that's I could live without sex, honestly. That's just me being completely honest with you. That mm-hmm. we being for real, friend. Yeah, Let's be for, for real. real. Let's be for <laughs> I'm real. I'm gonna be for real with y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Um. It's so so many other things that's important mm-hmm. than sex to me. I'd rather us be out doing something fun. Mm-hmm. But again, for him, it's the opposite. That's like one of his number one things. Child, he ain't playing. So, so I gotta meet him in the middle, okay? Right. I mean, we about to get married. You gotta meet in the middle, yeah. In some ways, mm-hmm. so yeah, that ain't important to me. So I asked this to say because I'm gonna put myself on a blast here. Ken's one of his number one things was definitely like the whole uh, somebody that'll hold him down thing. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I would go to hell and back for Ken. Oh yeah, I would. In the opposite way for him, he would go to hell and back for me. But for me, a lot of people don't know me and Ken, we started off as friends for an extremely long amount of time before we got together. Real long. And and we moved fast once we got together. And what that means is our first weekend together, I needed to know (laughs) what was in them drawers. (laughs) I needed to know because for me, sex is important. Orgasms is important. I get the loyalty, I get the honesty, I get a man that wants to be with me, I got a man that wants to come home to me every single day, but when 9 o'clock hit and I need to be in bed by 10.30, Mm -hmm. I also want to know what's in in them drawers. So before (laughs) me and Ken could make anything official, I needed Mm -hmm. to know. Okay. So when I looked at, I looked it up and I looked at the different women's reactions, is it fair to say that a relationship cannot be successful if one of the things you want is not in that man? Or is it possible that if you gave him a chance, those mm-hmm. other things that he have will make up for it? Um. So you're saying like if the man don't have one of your top things? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So for instance, I kind of give like a quick little, for instance, um, sex for me is very important. Mm -hmm. So if Ken was loyal, he was honest, a great man, but he couldn't please me in a bedroom, would I leave him? Damn. (laughs) Or roles reverse. If loyalty was huge for you, Mm -hmm. if your fiance was honest great in a bedroom did the dishes did the laundry everything you wanted but cheated on you one time could you Mm -hmm. be with him no that's a good question i think that's something that when you're in a relationship you have to you have to work on for one you got to be honest with the other person you got to tell them this is what i want yeah and either you gonna do it or you not Mm -hmm. 
and that's how me and DeAndre is. We were honest with each other about that. DeAndre, you know, sex ain't important to me, but mm-hmm. it's important to him. So mm-hmm. whether I'm at child and whether I'm in pain, <laughs> whether my head pounding, whether Preaching I just passed out, <laughs> if that's what he want, that's what he gonna get, child. Yes. But for me, it's it's stuff that's so much more important than mm-hmm. that. I like to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. If we could sit there and we can watch a movie or we can go bowling or we can go skating or mm-hmm. we can travel, like it's just stuff that's so much more important than sex to me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you, you have to be able to compromise. Like if if your partner is telling you this is what's important to me and you're not doing it or you're not even attempting to right. do it, then shoot. Might as well leave because obviously they don't understand what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to compromise. So you think missing out on one key can affect a relationship? Mm-hmm. If it's if it's that important to that person, mm-hmm. so for me, it's um, I would probably say like communication. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to communicate without arguing. I want you to be able to listen to me and actually like understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, then what are we doing? Right. For him, one of his number. Well, I'll let him. You know, if that's one of y'all questions. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you can't do that, then what are we doing? Yeah. And we've worked on our communication a lot. Mm-hmm. So, for if we was in a, a instance to where he didn't do that, we might not be here. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not listening to what I'm saying, what are we doing? Okay. So what about like the women who make a Facebook post and be mm-hmm. like. I went on a date with this man. He was perfect, charming, opened the door for me, everything like that. But he has two kids already. And they let the fact that he had a past relationship and has two kids affect their kind of view on this person. But Mm -hmm. this man has everything that they want. But he has two kids. And one of their things that they definitely didn't want in a relationship was somebody with kids. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I ain't even going. I don't think I'm that strong to be with somebody who got kids. Okay. Because, like I said, when it comes to females, I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. So you, the you never mamas. know what they baby mama is mm-hmm. up to. And then they see they see them getting to a new relationship and it's going positive and it's right. going happy. They can use the kids as leverage. Uh-huh. Like that. At the end of the day, that kid is like putting them together for a very long time until they turn 18 dang near yeah and even further past that if that kid has a kid then they they both at the baby share they both at the birthday parties you know Mm -hmm. so some people shoot kids is just a non-factor you can't have kids (laughs) okay so let's reverse all the way back to the beginning of you and deontre's meeting Mm -hmm. y'all together y'all dating and you find out his communication sucks. You mm-hmm. said your communi- communication is very important to you. Um, are you saying that if two months into the relationship, the communication ain't getting better and mm-hmm. it's one of your top things, you just give up? Or are you saying that it takes a certain type of person to kind of stay through those negatives to try to work them out? It takes a certain type of person because it took me and DeAndre about two, three years to get our communication mm-hmm. together. If you, I'm, we being for real right now. Yeah, so, we being for real. Um, it 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 takes you being strong and you being patient and 
you knowing that it's in the person, you just got to bring yeah. it out of them at the end of the day, especially communication because he was younger. Right. So me, I had already communicated so long with one person and then got into another relationship. Mm -hmm. So my communication, hey, I'm going to tell you exactly what's on my mind. Mm -hmm. But then I got to a point where I shut down and then he was like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Because once I shut down, it's a wrap. Right. So then I had to come out of that phase of shutting down because when I get mad, my mouth get real reckless. So the communication, it took a while. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking about within the past probably year and a half, that's when our communication really started getting better. Yeah. So patience is probably number one patience in the relationship. Is key. So do you think that even though someone's lacking one of your top qualities, mm -hmm. that if you're patient and you stick with them, that you could kind of overlook the fact that they don't have those things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you could overlook it for so long mm -hmm. because if they're not if they're not trying to get that, then it's like, do you really want to be here? Right. If I'm sitting here telling you what I want in you mm -hmm. and you're not even attempting, why are we here? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Well, y'all let us know what y'all think. Cause there's some things that's just a no for some people. They're yeah. like, this person ain't got this. No, hell no, I'm not dating them no more. <laughs> yeah. But then there's certain women that can overlook those things. They can work patiently. They can work those kinks out and eventually become in a very successful relationship. Like the mm -hmm. one I admire from good old Lexus. <laughs> and, and so y'all let us know what y'all think in the comments. In the meantime, we're going to come, we'll be right back with the ending statements from Lexus, as well as a few fun, fl fast flash questions mm -hmm. that I have to ask her. Uh -oh. We'll be back. Welcome back to Let's Be For Real. We're at the end of this episode and we're going to hit Alexis with our fire rounds of Let's Be For Real questions as uh -oh. well as we're going to get her ending statements on a lot of the topics we hit and a little bit of her wisdom because this girl is crazy and um, we shall follow her because it's just like that. <laughs> All right, Alexis, fire round questions here. Okay. How do you feel about being opposites of your partner? Um, it takes some getting used to. It mm -hmm. takes like years of getting used to. Actually, I don't think you ever like completely mm -hmm. get used to it, but it just takes some adjustment, honestly. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about a partner who wanted to be a rapper? Hell no. And <laughs> no, it, no, Pharaoh's sitting here looking at me like I'm crazy. The music industry, no. I don't want nobody in the music industry, child. No, like I agree. I, I don't have I don't have past experiences with wannabe rappers. And when I say wannabe, want to be rappers, and I was like, hell no! Hell like y'all no. got fifty thousand followers, right? Y'all got all these girls in your DMs. Your mm -hmm. body count a hundred. I can't do it. I can't do it, friend. Yes. Uh -uh. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> the wannabe rappers kill me. Child. That's a story for another day podcast, yeah. but we're gonna come back with that. Wow, the wannabe mm. rappers. Mm. All right. 
<laughs> How do you feel about partners with super high body counts? Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I feel like it's how recent. Like if you mm-hmm. was if it happened when you was, you know, 17, 18, you was just out of experiencing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now I'm 25 years old. Mm-hmm. If just within the last month you done had sex with 20 people, um, I can't get throw with them it. out. I can't get with that. Yeah, we being for real because yeah, that's being nasty. real, real. Cause, yeah, ugh. yeah. Condoms are a necessity after a year of dating. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% agree with you. Being on the same level as your partner is important for a relationship. For me, no. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like one. It's good to for one person to get their stuff done, mm-hmm. and then you have that stability while yes. the other person is working on their goals and stuff. Because mm-hmm. if y'all both are down, and y'all both, I'm not gonna say down. That's a bad word. Yeah. But if y'all both like working on y'all goals at the same time. Mm-hmm. And y'all both gotta like quit your jobs or something mm-hmm. that that get rocky. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer being with a man that's a drug dealer making a lot of money mm-hmm. or a man slaving at McDonald's? A man slaving at McDonald's mm. because I've talked to drug dealers before and it ain't no fun. I ain't, I ain't talking. You ain't finna get me killed by Big Meech. I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. do the drug dealer. <laughs> Big Meech ain't finna kill me for I no pass. reason. Right. I will 100% yeah. pass. I'm gonna be at McDonald's right with him. Can I get a, a double cheeseburger? Right. <laughs> Let my man make it for me. Right. <laughs> and the last little fun question here that I got. Okay. Babies. How many babies do you want? And when do you plan on having them? And what are your goals for your children in the future? Okay, so when do I plan on having them? Next year is my goal. Yes, friend. Um, Hurry up. How how many I want to, but, you know, three is cool. Somewhere around there, two, three. Mm -hmm. Um, My goals for my kid, I just want stability, honestly, for them. Mm -hmm. Like... I'll work my ass off now because of how bad I want kids. Like my purpose in life, I feel like is to help people, my social work instincts and to be a mom. That's my Mm -hmm. two purposes. Mm -hmm. And so once I'm a mom, it's going to be crazy because I'll make sure my babies is good. Exactly. And y'all don't know Lexus like I know Lexus. There's nobody more deserving to being a mom than you. Kids are going to come to just a household full of love. And even from DeAndre, mean ass, but yeah, that mean. household, when y'all have children, I couldn't imagine, you know, like Aww. the amount of love and just prosperity they're going to get yeah. from that. Absolutely. I can't wait. And hopefully <laughs> it happens sooner rather than later. I'm not praying on y'all downfall, but, but I do year. pray, pray that the up. birth control stops working. Hopefully <laughs> oh my soon. gosh, she praying this year. <laughs> hopefully it stops working. I mean, what we're in June. I just feel like now wouldn't hurt nobody. Oh my god! Or the month of the wedding. Uh huh. Okay. I'm gonna make sure I take the birth control on time. Oh shit! Well, (laughs) hopefully, you know, the let's be for real listeners. I tried. I know y'all hoping the way I'm hoping too. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But for our last little bit of this wonderful first podcast, with my dear friend Lexus is coming to an end. 
But we're going to have her say some parting words on the topics that we touched on today. First, new friendships, Mm -hmm. um, mixing with old friendships. Second, careers, businesswoman, success. Third, a successful relationship. You know, what last advice would you give to someone looking for those things? Okay. So for the friendship aspect, don't go looking for friends because when you do, you get the wrong friends mm-hmm. and it's just horrible. Um, so your real friends is going to come when you least expect it. When mixing friends, you just have to know their personalities mm-hmm. and you have to understand that some people just ain't going to be accepting. Mm-hmm. They not going to want to get to know your friends mm-hmm. and child, just pray for them. Exactly. Um, as far as relationships, relationships takes a lot of time, dedication, mm-hmm. communication, fails. Yes. Like it's going to take a lot of failure in order for you to succeed. And a lot of people want to give up when it get rough. You can't do that. Nope. And unless you're ready to change your mindset, unless you're ready to make accommodations for the other person, yes. don't get in a relationship because you're wasting your time and the other person. Oof, child, that was deep. I like that one. Yes. <laughs> and then the last one, careers. Um, a, careers is hard because mm-hmm. you might have your mind set on something and it go the complete opposite. I went into school thinking I was about to become a nurse. I knew I wanted to help people. That didn't work, child. I dropped out of the nursing business. Knew I wanted to help people. Got into social work. Mm-hmm. Got my bachelor's degree at 22. Got my master's degree at 24. Now, I work in my career. I'm yes. do, I feel like I'm doing my purpose right now. Absolutely. And it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. But it takes time. You know, mm-hmm. I went to, to college right after high school. Mm-hmm. Some people, that's not what they do. Some people don't go to college till they're 30. Right. Whenever it's your time, it's your time. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't want anybody to feel pressured mm-hmm. because when God wants you to do it, you're going to do it. Absolutely. And career sometimes takes time to figure out where exactly you're gonna go what path you're gonna go down are you gonna go to college are you gonna go do a trade mm-hmm. some people you mm-hmm. for example you went to college mm-hmm. and child you in a career that you didn't necessarily you know yeah go to school for yeah and you still doing a damn thing. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> you know, like when it comes to career, like everybody's different and you shouldn't feel pressured to do anything. Everything happens at your own time. Absolutely. And you just got to stay prayed up. Shoot, that's, yeah. that's my thing. I stay prayed up, honey, because I almost dropped out a million times. Mm-hmm. A million and five, actually. <laughs> I can only so, imagine. Yeah, everything just takes a lot of time and patience. That's it. Well, I have to say that advice was amazing. Thanks. But we're going to give a little quick round of applause for Alexis. If you, as you guys heard, 25 master's degree, successful in her craft, successful in a relationship, so much patience, so much guidance, so much wisdom already. Mid 20s, guys. <laughs> And that's exactly why I say any child born in that household is going to have a household full of love, wisdom, laughter. And I can't wait. And I'm so happy I'm at the point where I can be enduring all that craziness with you. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Thank you for being my first guest on this podcast. Thank you. Kudos to a lot more wine dates and fun dates. And of course, I'm going to have Alexis back 
150 times but any questions you guys have for lexus please comment let me know and i will get them written up for you for the next podcast plan but as always let's be for real fan base we're gonna be for real in the next episode in the next episode we're gonna have laferl ellis laferl who's 20 years old (laughs) 20 years old still experiencing life so even though me and alexis have more of a serious kind of fun conversation we're gonna have a crazy fun wild younger free episode with Feral. so stay tuned for the next episode and as always i'm jordan and i freaking love y'all let's go Woo! Woo!